What is this life? What is it about? It's it's weird how we're in this time and this is if you're listening to this uh, audio I think you obviously know it's different uh, microphone than the usual podcast the audio will probably be off but I just wanted to make this separate worth protecting uh, style of podcast where there's no editing. It's just me sitting here talking to you guys and about life, about what I'm learning as I grow older, grow grow into myself. <laughs> and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. <laughs> Where has music gone? Music used to be a center of society. We used to move at different frequencies. And uh, I think it elevated us. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I just had the privilege and the honor of speaking to two amazing people, man. Uh, One being the inventor of mRNA who's, you know, everyone's trying to discredit him for it. And I wanted to go into that podcast with Dr. Robert Malone to understand the character of the man. Instead of just going in there, what, what, what did you create this thing? Why did you, what did you do this? Like, who cares about why he did it at the time that he did it? We're here now. We're here with us all. And the most important thing to me is understanding the character of people. Because I'm, I'm developing um, into myself. Um, I st- still don't know who I am, you know. Um, I have days where I'm up, I have days where I'm down, um, it's, it's very much, we're very much in weird times and with so many lies that are out there, you just want to know the truth. You want to know like, is this person being genuine? Is this person really the person that he says he is? And how do you find out in in a world where everyone just puts their best uh, face forward? They put, they'll post, they'll post their best side of their life and then they'll Photoshop it. 
why is your best not good enough anymore? It should always be good enough. If you're living your purpose, your best should be good enough. Otherwise, it's not your best. The only way that I could really like understand if he's telling the truth, and it's the only way you can really understand if anyone's telling the truth these days, was to figure out the character of, of who he is. And it's, it's, very, it's very hard to figure that out in a short amount of time. Uh, we were supposed to speak for about an hour and we ended up speaking for two and a bit hours. I don't know how much was ended up going out. Um, I think one hour and 50 or something. Um, however, I felt like that's what I needed to do in that episode. I wanted to understand the man that is Robert Malone, where he comes from. I don't think there's any other interview that is remotely close to that. Um, like, I'm quite proud of what we were able to achieve with that interview. Just because we got along and I got to understand, like, virology in itself as he explained is a very old art form it's not anything new and i think each of this discussion i want to leave you guys uh with a quote to take away Uh, maybe you can use it in life maybe it's absolutely pointless but um it's just maybe something that I've heard that I'm trying to break down in my brain right now. And it might benefit you. It might, it might, it might not. It might not. <laughs> but it's something. It's always something. Virology is an old art form. And we have always lived with diseases. There's like, there's a lot, there was so much in that discussion that when it, like, I thought about it, I was like, when is too much? When is too much not enough? And I feel like we're living in this in in this time. Too much is not enough. We have everything like we could ever want as 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 a species, but we don't have enough
then I then I followed up that interview with um, Dr. Peter Dingle, who's a gut health specialist, and he takes a different approach, where Robert tries to develop a. He tries to be honest. but he's trying to develop new medical solutions, new vaccines. Can you say that word anymore? That word is even taboo these days. Whilst Peter is talking about gut health and he's talking about we began the conversation with Peter discussing the health industry um, versus the... Come on, Diogo, use that brain of yours. (laughs) Think of the conversation that you're talking about. We discussed the medical industry versus the healthcare industry, right? The the industry that wants to keep you sick, the sickness industry versus the health industry. Sickness industry trying to keep you sick so you keep going back for pills, you keep going back for shots, you keep going back for more, like a fiend thinking you're getting better but not knowing that you're masking something and that mask always falls down and once that mask falls down then you need another one so you never really get to the root of the cause which I really find fascinating because you have everything everything to deal with the issues. But it's never enough. It's always a continuation of masking. Where you have the health industry that looks at things more naturally. It looks to rebuild uh, oneself. So in Peter's case, he discusses uh, the gut and the ACE2 receptors, which is before your immune system and how you can strengthen that, um, which is a, which is like a support system for your immune system, which I found fascinating. And he didn't say that there's anyone that acts this way. He... he well, anyone that states this within the industry. He... Mention this in a way that the industry behaves itself. So if the industry behaves itself this way, when will we realize or attempt to realize pivotal point when that occurred because I don't think that this has been around 
forever. Like we, uh, I, I really don't believe that this, this industry was created to do harm. couldn't have been we can date physicians back before Christ like he, he, um, what's his name Hippocrates hypocrisy Hippocrates Hippocrates it's a it's an interesting name in itself <laughs> um Hippocrates said, uh, what, what was the words that he said exactly? Hippocrates was one of the initial, one, he's like the godfather of medicine. He was around, um, I think he died around 340 BC or something. Um, and he was a Greek physician. He was he's heavily studied, and he he's essentially yeah he's the godfather of the space, and his words were let food be thy medicine, and let thy medicine be food. For some reason, that's always stuck in my brain. I don't know. I don't know why. I was going to leave you guys with a stoic quote, but that's an amazing quote to leave you guys with. Let food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. He, he was onto something. He was onto something. Like, I've had, you know, I've had skin issues myself and, uh, you know, I've had these vaccines as a kid when you're in Brazil and they leave these massive holes in you. And I always, and I'm sure, like, sure they worked for whatever purpose that, they were made for. I don't think my mum even knew what what they were for. I think it just you just had to have them. And as I grow over older, and I, I I look at stoicism, it's a amazing. I find to me it's it's my philosophy. If if I could say I'm something, uh, I don't have. I don't believe I have the honour to say I'm a stoic. Uh, it'll be, it's something I'm striving towards, to live my life in a stoic sense. But bro, you can, you can just, you can just be a stoic. It's, it's just a philosophy. It's, it's, it's pretty Easy to do. 
Like, if you follow stoicism, you're a stoic. To me, as I understand the philosophy, I think it's a lot more than that, right? When it comes to food, you can put stoic philosophy to uh, two things. Apply it to things. Like food, for example, moderation. Stoicism is always about moderation, right? So when I had my skin issues, I switched to a carnivore diet. When my skin issues got really bad uh, last last year or the year before, two thousand nineteen, and I just I just wanted to switch to see how my body would adapt, and I spoke about that with uh, Peter Dingle as well, and I was seeing how my body would adapt, and I was doing a lot of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu at the time, and whilst on that diet which is these days it's it's so shunned upon a pond it's so shunned upon to just have a outlook on your own body and see what is good for you and it blows my mind that that is the case however i went onto the carnivore diet and instead of using all these creams which I which I like I tried so many I tried expensive high end creams I tried the middle end creams and I ended up on this cheap cream that actually did okay like it it, it worked on my skin uh, but I feel like in time it's gonna fuck me up. <laughs> But during the carnivore diet, I was like, let me take away this cream. Let me see if this diet will holistically help. And I went strict with it, dude. Like some people, I I went to the, the extreme carnivore end where you don't use any seasoning and you just eat meat, Period. I think I had egg as well. It's supposed to be just animal products, right? And it was, yeah, it's, a, it's an intense diet. People say you're going to get the runs and that, and, and apparently it does give you the runs. I didn't really get it. I didn't really get the runs. I got the diet, but I didn't get the runs. And I let food be my medicine at that time. I let it completely, like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And little did I know, it absolutely worked. My skin cleared up. I won the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competition that I was in at the time. Uh, It was like a six-man little tournament thing that usual Brazilian competitions are. Uh, so I ended up, you know, beating the, not six men, it's like 16 men, but you versed like, I think four or five people I versed. Yeah, four people, 16 men tournament, that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Who knows? Who knows? But I did it and I ended up winning that. And what I found... 
during that time was that there's so much in terms of nutrition that we have no idea about. And not only that we have no idea about, is that it's being suppressed completely. And I don't think that's a good thing. I think we can do better. I think that we need to understand when the sickness industry developed when when did when did medicine stop being about health and start being about sickness let medicine be thy food and let thy food be thy medicine take that as you will See you guys soon. I hope you enjoyed the content like this. I'm going to do these. I, I want to build up a library of these. If you want to support, go to worthprotecting.com.au. You can find a lot of articles there on mentality, on nutrition, on recovery. You can find the videos for the 5-8 Take podcast which I speak to people that are way, 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 way too you know, at a at a different space than I am. I'm still evolving. Um our next guest is a psychologist who has mixed uh, he's been a practicing uh, psychologist in a traditional sense for around 35 years. And he has learnt that psychology, the traditional sense, is just a way, has also changed. It's people are just going there almost as a ritual. And so he's decided to move away Um I don't want to give his age or anything like that. I might get it wrong. Um, he decided to move away uh, from the traditional psychological sense and practice to bringing in esoteric and spiritual frameworks uh, and merge the two together, which I find found fascinating. And he's he's the only one that's doing it in this field. Uh, it's been it's been humbling humbling experience to speak to one Dr. Robert Malone, who's uh, invented mRNA technology. Then to speak to the number one uh, gut health specialist, and now speaking to a psychologist that is the only one in this country doing the particular um, way or system uh, of implementation that he's doing to a field. I find it extremely awesome and extremely humbling. And I hope I can continue doing it.
If you guys want to support, go to worthprotecting.com.au. If you're listening to this in future, uh, love yourself. <laughs>